Hi, everybody. This is Tracy Malone from NarcissistAbuseSupport.com. I am here to talk to you about safety concerns when you are going through a divorce with a narcissist. And it's pretty darn sad that we have to actually talk about your safety concerns when going through a divorce with a narcissist. But the truth is that I would say about 90% of my clients fear for their life. Many of them, like myself, told their lawyer, if anything happens to me, please look at them. This is just a thing. I put a post up recently on Instagram and so many people were like, yep, me too, me too, me too. It is it is a common fear that can happen. And, and the reason for this is that a narcissistic injury happens, whether they want the divorce or you want the divorce. It doesn't matter. It's this wound to their ego. And so they react and they become even more entitled than you've ever seen before. So it's almost like the person that you're divorcing is not the person that you knew or were sleeping next to for the last 20 years, right? It, there's a change. There's a flip. I'm not saying they weren't bad in the first place. I'm saying they're worse now, right? It is a it is a winner take all game, and therefore to intimidate you more, to fear in you, really common. So, let's talk about some of the things that can happen. Need some water. First thing, stalking, right? It, it it's like stalking is intimidation, and when we think about you know stalking, we don't think about people that have had to have 20 disposable phones because every single time they're hacked. They don't think about people that are driving to the grocery store and start to notice they're being followed every single day by different cars. The police might be notified. And, you know, the best thing to do if you find somebody that is making you feel like you're being stalked, take pictures take pictures of the license plate, take, pick up your phone, like be brazen. Don't be like, I'm going to go hide and take a secret picture. No, take the picture, take a video. They will not be back. If they are being professionally stalked and, and private investigators are hunting you down, I'll send a new guy tomorrow, but you won't see that white Ford anymore. So the more you can actually gather the information, and again, if you got the video of their license plate and, and reported it, that could be tracked down. And, you know, in my case, I found out that, that a private investigator had been hired to follow me because of the license plate, right? So don't think that you have no options. Protect yourself, right? Creating a safety plan is absolutely essential. That means what would I do if I have to get away? Having a, a small supply of clothes or, you know, needs that you are going to need, some extra money tucked away in the trunk of your car, or I like better because I've had people have their trunks, you know, broken into by the narcissist, um, having it put in, into a friend's garage, into, into your mother's basement, having all of the things that you might need in case you have to make an emergency exit, knowing where domestic violence shelters are, if you are that worried, is again, it's going to help you. So this is important. Um, a lot of people get a lot of fears reduced when they have something like a ring doorbell or security cameras in your house recording um 
a narcissist's behaviors and getting mini recorders that can pick up things such as pens. And I've heard pendants that you can have that record them, right? Get the data that you might need. And another thing to, that people often forget is turn off any tracking devices. If you have, say, an Apple phone, you know, find my phone or any kind of, you know, tracking things that could be enabled on you, anyone on your plan, turn it off. Stop them from knowing where you are. A lot of people with those burner phones will, you know, make sure that they they leave their real phone home. If they think they're being tracked via their phone, they'll leave their phone, you know, boom. I had one client that, you know, had a, a church meeting that she went to every Thursday night and she would bring the phone put it in a locker at the church so it looked like she was there and then head out to her appointments. So there's workarounds, but you have to know that you can protect yourself, right? Um, private investigators, as I said, could be deployed in here, get the evidence, get some proof and, and report to the police. If they're there 15 times, you report them 16 times. You are not just letting one like, okay, that was weird. I didn't get the film, but report it anyway. And then you have a case so that when they actually decide to do something, well, there's five different, you know, situations where this is happening. Maybe we should do something about it now. So again, you doing that, right? Um, restraining orders are something that if you have enough proof of this stalking or this malicious behavior, go and get a, a restraining order. Sometimes people think they have to get a restraining order through the um, through the police department, right? Uh, I'll report them. I'll get them in trouble. I'll I'll let them the police know, and then they'll protect me. Not so much. It takes a lot to get a restraining order through the police department and the legal system. That usually means that that person is going to be arrested, and then they might give you a protection order. Sometimes these situations don't escalate that far. So if it's st constant stalking or, you know, they're showing up at your house or they're breaking into your house, please, you know, document this, but go to a court with that evidence. You don't just go in and say, I want a restraining order. They're never going to give it to you. You have to have proof of whatever the, the behaviors are. Um, and then you can get a restraining order, but you go into a courtroom and you say, I need a restraining order. And usually that day there's a temporary hearing and you can get a restraining order. So think of that, right? Make sure that you are protected uh, because divorcing a narcissist is never fun. But if you have the type of malignant narcissist that is stalking you, hunting you, making you feel fearful for your life, take action and protect yourself. It's not going to be easy. And if you really want to know how to get away, I have a whole chapter in my book on divorcing a narcissist, the ways that you can prepare both for the fear of being stalked, as well as what should I plan? How do I get away? What do I do? What's in that emergency bag? All kinds of data. Plus, you'll just get all the information you need to know how to divorce a narcissist. This is Tracy Malone. Thank you so much for joining my channel today. If you like this, please check that you like it. And if you haven't subscribed, please do. I've been doing this for a long time. If you need any help, I am a divorce coach and I help people all around the world. This is Tracy Malone. Have a great day. Thank you.